This presentation has been brought to you by PodcastPlanet.com. Hey, it's me, Bob Zadie. It's the Bob Zadie Show with my lovely co-host, Aaron O'Connor. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Bob. How you doing? I'm okay. I had a, I had a hesitation about today. You did? Yeah. Well, you're sporting a new do. I know. Very excited I about it. This, and what what this, was your analogy to your new haircut? It's Peter Pan meets one flock of seagull. It's a, <laughs> flock, a flock of one seagull. And I was very concerned about how the headset would destroy my seagull. It yeah. might hurt the seagull. Yeah. Well, your Stephen yeah. is just fine. This is our very first day. Yep. I'm very excited. Podcast Planet. Each week, we're going to have someone representing a continent. Okay. And uh, we're very excited here on the planet. A gentleman, I think, who represents uh, North America just fine. Yes. I, I don't know how long we've known each other, but we do know each other. Did you ever work for me? I think I did a couple of things. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I booked most people, and then I forget. But I probably have a file on you somewhere in the garage. Mm -hmm. I think does. we met on the road, though. Oh, we did meet on the yeah. road. That's mm -hmm. right. The one, the only, Mr. Mark Gross. Mark, Yay, thank you Mark. for being here. We're very excited. Welcome, thank first you. guest at the planet. I'm Rotating honored. on your axis as you do. It's very... It's it's a privilege. Yeah. yeah. I can't very. Believe, I can't believe you couldn't do any better than me. It's in. Well, well, this is a test show. So oh, we're very okay. excited. So this may or may it not. might get on the air. Okay. Who knows? You know, you know how it works. It's a tough business. I'm used to being bumped. <laughs> so. As long as you get paid after. <laughs> after scale, bump me. I'll come back every night to be bumped. Have you been bumped from a good show? No, I haven't. That's the thing. I've only been edited out of two shows. One was a Drew Carey roast. Mm -hmm. They taped four hours and it was a 42 minute special. So <laughs> odds are I didn't pay off the right guy. Mark is a well-known stand-up comedian, but you are one of the, you know, who are smart enough to veer into TV, writer-producer of Mike and Molly <laughs> yes. with Mr. Billy Gardell. What a guy, huh? Love. Greatest guy in the whole world. You know, I did the Showtime uh, Comedy Club, the Road Dogs, with right. him. Did you see it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he was so magnanimous during the whole day. He kept going, thanking me for being on his yeah, show. Yeah. I'm going, it's okay, Billy. I, you know, I'm giving you a break. A, it's like yeah. he's a great guy, and I just talked to him in Orlando. He's uh -huh. going to be doing the show in, uh, next month, and I said Mark Gross is going to be on, and I'd never heard a phone go so silent. <laughs> oh, wow. And, you know, it's like if you can't say anything good. He was no. choosing words. He, he said such ready. nice things about you, but he is probably one of the nice guys in the business, he's which I don't know guy. how he's working with I his know, attitude. I know, He, he defies must, the odds. Yeah, he does. So you're out doing the TV thing, and now I'm I trying to ask you off air mm -hmm. during our sound check. Right. You're doing stand-up, but you only do it periodically? It's funny, Billy, I do it once a year when he goes, yeah, I'm in, because uh, we work crazy hours on the yeah. show, and then we finally get a break, and then he'll go, well, I'm in Vegas in April, and Gross is going to open. He doesn't ask me. He just announces that mm -hmm. I'll be there. And then, oh. So there's uh, you know these people from Warner Brothers and the network people, and people who will control my destiny are all going to be in the audience to see me go up when I haven't been on stage since the year before when he did it. Oh, man. Oh, so wow. That's, that's what I get to do. But it comes back to you like riding a bike, doesn't it, or no? You know, I'm rusty and not good, but I was no. that before, so. So you've carried that, yeah, that magic I'm through. Still, I have yeah. not lost a beat. Vegas can be intimidating because uh, I mentor a few people, and I always, when they ever go to Vegas, I always explain, there's no barometer. They're from everywhere. Yeah. The only thing you have in common with that audience is they're all losers. Most of them lost money. <laughs> And I always tell them, I say, you look to me as if I'm going to make it better. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then that makes it better for them because they realize we're all in the same boat. That's true. It's a, it's the worst crowd. You get 20% the laughs you get. And most well, you're probably doing else. the shows where the, the Japanese tour bus comes through. I saw Billy Elmer do that at the uh, Riviera <laughs> for Crazy Girls, and no one spoke English. And I would I would do the spot over at the improv, and I'd go upstairs and watch him, and he would just smile and just, he knew he was going to get nothing. Yeah. And it worked out. <laughs> Do you miss the animal of stand-up? I 
find myself howling at the moon every once in a while, but yeah. um, you're still writing jokes. It's a different thing. It's like you're still writing something. You're just watching someone else do it, and way more people are hearing it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you, you know, it's the same thing. You're crafting, you're honing, you're shaving it down. It's just weird when you know there's an inflection, you know, that'll, you know, you can't give a reader in every line in the script. You just give it to them and you hope they find it. And then they do. And they find it a lot of times in a funnier version than what you had in your head. And you still take credit. And I still take credit. Of course, yeah. you, as well as you should. Now, let me ask you this. Are there jokes that you go, this is just slam dunk. It fits the script. It fits the storyline. And they say no. Oh, absolutely. Chuck Lorre <coughs> is our, you know, our, the creator of the show right. who has very powerful... You know, usually you're on a show and you get notes from the network and the studio and this and that. And really, that process is is what makes the job miserable at times, is, right. is, is going through all of these notes. But the beauty of Chuck is you're getting notes from one person. He's yeah. essentially the network and the studio. So if he likes it, you're good. And he stands by it and he'll go, I'll let him find it. And on take night, if it doesn't, you know, if it isn't there, he'll be, all right, we need to beat this. But it's just him instead of like a hundred people that are, you know, filled up. Work and I got a quick question yeah, go because, ahead. you know, you got the proven comedians. We got Melissa McCarthy and we got Billy. And then I'm a huge fan of Swoozy Kurtz. And I to watch her. her do comedy, you know, I used to watch her on Sisters mm -hmm. all the time and all these dramatic every lifetime movie. And But she's got a Broadway past too, I think. I mean, just a real, does, yeah. real, you know, a, a classically trained actress. So to see her deliver your jokes from a comedian's perspective, it's pretty amazing to watch. She's got a great timing, rhythm, cadence, everything she, you would yeah. dream for, I would imagine. She's one of my favorite characters to write for on the Yay. show because she's the sort of heckle and jekyll with Katie Mixon. They kind of sit and they'll you know, chime in. And when you give her just a raw, lean, crisp one-liner, she'll just crush it. She does. Every wow, time. That's cool. Every it's time. amazing. And you'd yeah. be, if you didn't know her past, you would think, no. okay, trained comedian, actress. She's amazing. You know, she was in one of my movies, that I, and I ask her about it so often that, I, that she's sick of me bringing it up, but she was in Slapshot, one of my favorite <gasps> movies of oh, all wow. time. She was one of the players' wives. I remember didn't that? remember that. No, and it was one. Of, it was one of the movies when you're a kid and you're because my dad was a huge yeah. sports freak, and it was probably completely inappropriate for my age at the time. But he's like, "We're going to see Slapshot," and uh, I laughed. Paul Newman, you remember that? Yes, we talked about that in the trip. Yeah, she was hilarious. Delightful. I remember her in that. And she said that you know it was written by a woman. I can't remember. Ah, I can't remember what? her name now. Yeah, a woman wrote uh, the Slapshot script. And Swoose said that she would leave her recorder in the locker room, apparently, because her brother played minor league hockey. She would leave the recorder in there and then listen, and then she based a lot of the dialogue and things in the movie on the recording she got from the locker room. That's and a, you do that, too. You go to comedy <laughs> clubs and you record All the acts. time. Then I got a whole and, act. And then you got a whole act. You got a new I don't have to episode. write. Yeah. yeah. It's so much easier that way. As you get older, you burned it. Yeah, that's how I, I look so. at it. Hey, that's my joke. I've been doing a joke recently where I... Uh, I tell people if they buy a T-shirt after the show, I'll throw in one of these pins I've gotten at the hotel in the last month. And then I pull out the pin with the chain, and I say, I got this one from the bank. And then I credit Gary Shanley, who did that joke 30 years ago. I said, but he's not doing stand-up anymore, so now it's mine. That's hilarious. But once you give credit, you're not stealing. Yeah, exactly. It's and an giving, ode. I'm, I'm actually, yeah. in my own ways, trying to get Gary back into stand-up, like you. Yeah. Once a year's not working, you can come open for me at the Laugh Factory to drop a can in Vegas. How about that? I would love that. 14 Ooh. shows, you'll be back in shape. Oh. Back on the road, and we've run into each other many times on the road. Yeah, you had a story about me. I have one of my favorite Bob Zane stories, and I told everyone that I, I, or I told you guys, I guess, that I told this to people on a regular basis. In my mind, it's such an important story. Then I bring it up to you, and you look at me like I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, but I don't know this if I've is heard important. It, so we'll All right, see. so we're at, now that I've built it up, it's going to be I a, love it. a horrible story. No, I'm at LAX, and it's the Red Eye. We're going to Minneapolis. Yeah. Still remember, and I'm sitting there in line, and uh, our dear friend Tammy Pascatelli. Tammy Pascatelli, oh, love her. Is in line. She goes, gross. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, we're all in this crappy flight. I mean, and then uh, I look ahead and lo and behold, there's Bob Zaney. 
as I board the plane, I walk through, you know, the first class and, and I go, well, I'm going to go back here with the, you know, the shit bags or <laughs> I say shit bags. Yes, okay. no, no, yeah, that's fine. We, the bag part really is, oh, okay. <laughs> we have a lot of old bags who listen to the show. So I'm walking down our, our Northwest flight uh, oh, yeah. and I walk by and I go to Bob and I go, I'm going to go back here with the, you know, the lowbrows or the hobos and the shit bags and, and coach or whatever. <laughs> and I walk by kind of jokingly. And then I'm sitting there and I'm all, and I can say, and I don't give a damn about first class. I'm honestly got just as comfortable in coat because I just sleep the whole flight. I'm never awake. So I'm sitting there leaning against my window and I'm just about to drift off. And this, this uh, lovely stewardess comes up or, you know, it's the calm stewardess. They're flight, flight attendants, attendants now. I'm old school. You really just don't even leave the stewardess. office, do you? <laughs> my secretary, yeah. my secretary forgot to tell me that we yeah. no longer call them personal assistants. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, anyways. So I'm sitting there and the, the flight attendant comes up and she goes, uh, excuse me, Mr. Zaney has bumped you up to first class. <laughs> And I go, are you kidding me? So I march past all these people, and I, and I plop down there, and there's Bob, and he just turns around and gives me a little salute. He gave and, me the uh, wave? What a class act. The first class wave also? What a class act. He, you bumped, nice. you used your miles to bump me up to first well, class. Oh, I had the power. Was Tammy in first class too? And Tammy though? was, and she was arguing at the team. She said, I'm going to use my, like she was raising this big stink, and I'm like, oh, God, shut up and just sit and coach. She sits in first class. There I am. Next, and you know who I sat next to? Danny Glover. You on did that not. Flight I said, where Mr. Glover. Zaney bumped you up right to across. Mr. Well, why do you switch yeah. seats with me? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mr. Glover I didn't know didn't that he was yeah. on that flight. Yeah, as I'm not enough, I look over there's Danny Glover. He gives me a little nod. So there I am with Tammy and Bob Zaney and Danny Glover. I actually once sat next to Adam West, Batman. Yeah, I remember him. And uh, this was only like two years ago. And he's in it, you know, he looks great. Yeah. But he's like close to 80 probably, right? Oh, yeah. But it's he's like, working those flight attendants like a showgirl, and he's he? getting giving out phone numbers. I mean, the guy still got it. Yeah. Well, yeah it's Batman. He's God bless him. It. God bless him is right. That was my midnight Northwest flight, though, back in the day when, we, you know, we all could accrue those miles traveling with stand oh, yeah. in those days. And my midnight flight to Northwest, I was sitting next to Prince on that flight back to Minneapolis. Prince. Which Prince. Prince the Little Singer. Oh, Prince the, the Prince. eighth one at Saudi Arabia. <laughs> actually yeah. owns Citibank. Prince yeah. Prince. The purple one. The that tiny guy. little fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, but that's it great. Was, yeah, it was Prince, but his bodyguard would not allow the, the shitbag attendants to address him. So Mr. Prince was not bumping anybody up to first class. And he actually was doing that fall asleep on the airplane thing where you fall and jerk. Oh, and, he was doing yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so no Bob Zaney. Talking. That's no, what I'll no, say. No, well, uh, he was working on a new, a new dance move to fall and jerk. <laughs> well, he, he actually did get <laughs> up the end. I'm sorry. You just got a text. <laughs> that was Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking flight. about Twitter. Yes, we uh, were. Uh, Aaron is Aaron O'Connor 415. Okay. Mm -hmm. at, and I'm at Bob Zaney. And the podcast now, we're very excited. And it's really building Wait, at Mark Bob Zaney. Wait, Mark is still writing my address down. Give him a second. Hold on. He's Aaron O'Connor 415 representing her hood. The hood she's from. He's got that. Yeah. San Francisco. Uh-huh. But okay. you're not on Twitter anymore, and we want to know why. I am technically. I think I still have an account, but I quit doing it because I was thinking to myself, why am I putting material or great lines I could potentially put into a script and make money from but just yeah. give out to some guy to you don't use? But you don't feel you could take that joke and still put it in the script, even though you've time-stamped it, basically, and, and said it's mine? Yeah, but I've been ripped off so many times that I'm like, I just don't. You gotta let that go. I know, you but know? I'm like, oh, why? You start do tweeting it? crap, okay? But Tweet the jokes that don't make it. All right, here's the amount of money that I've made off Twitter so far. <laughs> Zero dollars. Yeah. And off writing, I've I've had a comfortable career. So <laughs> I'm 
I'm make gonna, him bump I'm people. Gonna, He'll bump you up to first class next time, Bob. That's that's how much. You know, well, I want the jet. I know. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I want the private jet. Forget first class now. I'm gonna but see now you have, a, <laughs> yeah. you have a nine-year-old daughter. Who, I have a nine-year-old daughter. I'm, do you allow her to tiptoe into the social media world, or how relevant does she think her dad is right now? Uh, not at all. I'm just a. Uh, I'm a shitbag to her. Uh, I'm the shitbag uh, and coach. This uh, seems to be a, a, an ongoing theme with you and shitbags. I do not care for the shitbags. I Bob. Per, I prefer <laughs> colostomy, but that's okay. You say shit bag. I, do not I like say the tomato. This is young Mike over here. I wish you wouldn't talk him. in front. Yeah, he's blushing. I Look know. at that. How it's sad. It's, I, it's rude of me to say shit bags with him. You know, it's so it's sad. He's got like hope and stuff for the future. I like anyway. it. Anyway, <laughs> he still, he still so thinks I the world is it's all oh, going to work out. Nice, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Look at him. He didn't oh, have, have to, you know got, what? He didn't what? have to duck underneath his desk, okay? He doesn't know what it's like <laughs> to be a man. That's for well, the here, high school. That I, was, you know, there, we had nuclear war. We worried about that. Now it's just going to be. He doesn't give a, I saw 24. I know how it's going to happen. Speaking him. of 24, that's, you know, who I'm going to say that you look like, right? Who? Jack Bauer. Like, no, he looks like Brody from Homeland. Oh, oh do you get that? Do you watch Homeland? Doesn't he? I do bit? not. I have not watched it. I'm you just, gotta watch it. You know, I have no we, time. We, but I know, but you could probably, you know, get some lines from there and put it into Mike and Wally. <laughs> All right. You know, why waste it's it on mine. Twitter? It's mine. If I hear Long it, you I, credit. You know, you, cars, you yeah. could have Billy Gartel. Yeah. You know, Mike go. Uh, that was from Homeland. <laughs> well, you said you had two. One, one that you like, and one that you're unflattered. Someone, I get a young Steve or an older Steve McQueen. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's very yeah, good. Yeah. Sure. Right. Oh, my gosh. But uh, the one that Bullet. I I was at a no. uh, boxing match, I was seeing Floyd Mayweather. You're familiar with that fellow. Yeah. He's a, a fighting like guy. He's getting yeah. ready to have a big fight against. Yeah, their, but, he, uh, but he's African-American, isn't he? Is. he? Well, it wasn't him, but I was at oh. his fight. Oh, OK. Yeah, no one went, hey, you're supposed to be in the ring. Okay. Nobody said that. <laughs> no, they didn't say that. Yeah, I was, I was drum Did you ever have long this. hair like in your ute? I did, and it was yeah. not attractive. It wasn't. I mean, not so you went for that hippie phase too, like. I, it was, I my hair grows bushy. It's not good. No. It's ho- horrible. No, but, you got a great do right now, yeah. and you, you and Aaron have the it's same. It's no one. flock of seagulls. <laughs> no, it's oh, not. So it's not even me, a flock. So, yeah, so go ahead. So I'm sitting next to Hugh Laurie. Oh. Remember oh, the yeah. guy from uh, House. from House. House? Yeah. And then his friend is between. I, I wasn't next to him because his friend was between us, and he's looking at the two of us, and he yeah. goes, "Oh my God, you, you know." And they're British fellows, and yeah. his friend pointed out that we looked similar. Oh, you were right there, just sat right. next to the guy. Oh, and that's then, weird. And then it occurred to his yeah. friend that we were similar in appearance. No, which you is really a are. Great insult to him, but uh, oh no, never, never, never. Yeah. Well, that what happens though, because they're they're not really there to see the fight. They're looking, <laughs> who's here? Yeah. Who can I network? Well, with? speaking of that though, you know, I told you I was doing a little bit of recon on you. Uh-huh. And I found out that you have a hidden talent skill that you might not even be aware of. I, I don't even know not, that no. that you know that you're a tenor sax player. Did you know that? Oh yes. Uh, no. <laughs> he and I. There's a Mark Gross, <laughs> right? African American saxophonist. <laughs> he uh, his credit at one point on IMDb was that he appeared as a comedian on the Tonight Show. And my credit was that I appeared in the movie Malcolm X <laughs> as a tenor. Playing you're African American. No, I think you're saxophone. No, player. you're playing the blue-eyed devil. <laughs> I have to tell you, it was late at night. It was yeah. two in the morning, and I'm reading all up about your career, yeah. and I'm preparing myself. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, isn't he diverse? Doesn't his parents yeah. care about his future, making him have something to fall back on? My early with start the tenor was in gospel career. music. Yeah. Uh, oh as you man. Can see. Yeah. How many times did you do the Tonight Show? I did it twice. Twice. Okay. Twice. And the each, other Mark Rose. Did, and that was with Jay, correct? I did it with Jay. Yeah, I remember when mm-hmm. you're on the show. Here we go. But uh, yeah, so that was cool. Was, but it was a good. It was a. Good, it was a great experience. It's, it's uh, well, you know what? It, as a stand-up, I think I don't know now with Fallon or not, but it mm-hmm. should be. Right. It's a turning point in your career. You've you've got the stamp of approval, 
in television by having being on the Tonight Show. Don't you agree? I agree. When I was a kid, I was uh, up late and I used to watch Carson, of course, and yeah. I looked and I just knew I was like probably ten years old. And I go, oh, that's what I'm going to do. Aww. Like I just knew when I was a little. Kid. You're going to be a comedian or just be on the Tonight Show? I was going to be a comedian on the Tonight wow. Show. Wow. Well, that's the way it's done, you know, yeah. and thoughts become oh, things, law of attraction, right? Yes, mm -hmm. but also, so, and you grew up in Nebraska like Mr. Carson, correct? I, I did. He grew up in, I believe he grew up in Norfolk, and I grew up in uh, Lincoln most was of my life. Was he kind but, of a legend? Really? I didn't, now, I didn't know the Lincoln connection. I've been to Lincoln many times. Mm -hmm. I just did a private party there in Lincoln. So that must be exciting. It's my hometown. And you, you, how often do you go back? I go back on holidays, maybe once a yeah. year. And uh, it just, you know. It's How nice does the kid back. take it? Nine years old, Southern California child? Come on. She's like, why doesn't it ever snow? You know, it's one of those things. There's right. no snow. Let's go back and see the snow. And then she's, you know, if, like if you lived there, you would you would, you, you would kill yourself. You have no idea how good know. you have it. She's playing tennis and all this shit, you know, learning yeah. Mandarin, you know. Oh, man. uh, well, at least she's preparing for the future. Well, that's, yeah. we're all going to be slaves to the Chinese. But well, you know. I, I have a premise for Don't a movie. Okay. All uh -huh. the Chinese What's baby it? adopted, they're uh -huh. sleeper cells. <laughs> oh, really? They're getting really good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they grow up to take over the world. It makes sense. It's I have the same sense. pitch. You do? Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't tweet it, because yeah. I know how you like to steal <laughs> shit from Twitter, you shit bag. Let me say this. Now, we're, yes. we're going to be wrapping up soon. Uh, this took a little time. Yeah. And you say you listen to the podcast to the on podcast. the way to Vegas. I listen to your podcast on the way to Vegas with my Al Higgins is our is our current showrunner. Uh, was he a stand-up at one point? He was That's never a stand-up. Oh, okay. He was part of the Higgins, you I know, was the Higgins boys. Say, Gruber. Yeah. Gruber. Gruber. Yeah, I was yeah. Al was his him. brothers were, and his brother is on our show. Yeah. Very funny guy, Dave Higgins. Yeah. Hilarious, hilarious. You fellow. got such a great cast, man. We have a great cast. Ronnie Reed, you know, of course, Melissa, who's doing Ghostbusters right now. And that's why we got an early break. <gasps> what was the show you were on before that? Jay Moore was on the show. Mm -hmm. It was called uh, uh, Gary Unmarried. Right. You called me up about a part on that, and I was on the I road. I wanted you to play a yeah. part on the show. Yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah, you would have been would have been perfect. Would have been a career changer. <laughs> but it would have been. Oh, well, well yeah. thank God I played the Westward Ho in Las Vegas that week, <laughs> and I got to see free circus acts next door. <laughs> You have to make choices in this career, okay? You do. You do. Hey, I always and say... You live or die by him. Oh, that's right. So, Billy said it's coming back, the show. Are Billy you going to be back? We're, Are... we're back for a sixth season. We're very excited about it. Um, uh, a sixth season. Can you wow. believe it? We're in syndication. Uh, that doesn't happen anymore, but it's it's been a thrill to be on a show that long. We have long hours, and it's uh, it's way different than stand-up. You know, you work 45 minutes a night. Us, we're there sometimes till 3 in the morning, start at 8. Do you feel you're productive around two in the morning, or no. is it just for appearance sake? You think sometimes because it's, sometimes you think you can like three hours get so much done, yeah, and the rest is just filler, so you can it's, work on your Twitter account. The, <laughs> they don't give a damn how long it takes. The script has to be done by the next morning. Right. So if it isn't done, you got to stay till it's done. Right. Period. And then the, how many script changes are there in a week? It varies. I mean, we give like I said, we give it to Chuck. We get his notes. We right. do a little rewrite. But it re rewrite up right up until on show night. We're on show night. We're yeah. right. jokes on the stage. And you're there, you said. You on are the there floor, every baby. Yeah, every, you got to be. Time. And where is the tape at? We tape on Warner Brothers lot. Uh, the same stage, the Friends, every Friends episode appeared. Oh, that's cool. taped on our nice. show. So I love that Friends history. Stage. It's a great, great uh, Does Joey still hang stage. around? And not so much. No. No. He's, he's, he's got another show. He's yeah. actually, I What's saw it on the now? plane. He, he plays he's himself well. basically on yeah. Showtime. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a really good show. Yeah. I enjoy it. When I did Roseanne, 
it was taped in the Mary Tyler Moore studio. Right. So I love that history, don't you? I, I mean, love it. Yeah. You know, you're part of that. It's like I've played so many theaters across the country, and, you know, Groucho Marx stood on this stage. Will Rogers stood on this yeah, stage. Yeah. And I'm going, now Bob Zaney. So I love it it's time they, to implode the theater. <laughs> I love it when they list who was there. Isn't yeah. that awesome? You can see who was there. Oh, right it's there. cool. And oh. a lot of that history is like in a back room somewhere they don't even know. They don't know who was. The Three Stooges were there. Think about uh, that. But I How think cool you is feel that? It. You know, you, there's the essence is still there. I mean, that's what it's meant to be. Hey. And there you are kid from nebraska i mean even i my very quickly but my melissa mccarthy memories bob would be on the road and uh we would be at judy brown parties and melissa was so shy just kind of mm -hmm. standing in the back of the corner and i would be standing in the corner with her never had any idea of her ambition or talent or anything she was just very shy yeah. and she's it's just she's the greatest you know all, she is and, but good hearts all of every cast yeah. member is a, is a truly genuinely great person and the, the, nice. the trust that they have for each other is, is I think, the reason well, that's the show cool. is still on the air. So. Now, I know you're anti-Twitter. How else can Just folks find out about you? Do you have a website? Uh, I, I'm... Uh, that's closed down. Watch the show. No, I don't. You can Vote watch Mike and Molly, and yeah. uh, maybe I'll start tweeting again. Bob, God, you've shamed me. You don't I'll have to tweet. No, I will. It's Mark Gross 1 or something. Uh, okay, Mark well, Gross there you one. go. But you're right. You're tired, though. You're, he just told you he works till 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm up, you know, playing silly games. And you're playing at midnight, which you're very good at. I am, but, you know, it's... Okay. But I'm on hiatus now, so that's maybe... That's right. Let him vacation. We got to get you on stage. More. We'll He's gonna work listen it out. to I love more that. episodes of the Bob Zaney podcast. Yeah. We can make more road trips. That's what we want you that to do. That would be great. I would Thanks love for that. being here. Thanks Mark. for letting Thank me you be for your first guest. Appreciate it. I'm and honored. so you know how to get a hold of Mark. I don't, but if you heard some type of cryptic message <laughs> during leave his, him leave him alone. He's watch. on hiatus. He wants to get back to Stevenson Please watch Ranch. the Mike and Molly show. Watch yeah. Mike and Molly. It's We're a great show. Well. I know. Is that exciting? On FX. That's so on great. FX. On FX and CBS. So. But in 10 years, you know, people are going to be saying, you know, Mike and Molly was taped on this day. That's true. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's how it works. But it's and true because you guys have crossed that line. And you'll be back in Lincoln walking around town going, oh, I owe somebody. I'm a shitbag. <laughs> Perfect one Mr. to end Zaney. on. How can the folks get a hold of you, Aaron? Aaron O'Connor, 415. That's right. At, and at Bob and our, Zaney. We have our, yeah, we and can. our podcast is? Bob Zaney Podcast. That's right. All capital letters. And you follow us, we follow you. Until next time, uh, thanks for listening. And this is the very first episode. Very excited. You christened it. I felt as, as if I've been pissed on by the podcast oh. planet. The one, the only, Mr. Mark Gross. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Mark. You can enjoy episodes like this and more at podcastplanet.com. 